Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Miss Allgood, and you're listening to Spirituality is Reality. And I just want to say, ha, welcome back. <laughs> Spirituality is Reality has uh, somewhat, I guess you could say, been on sabbatical. Um, I always like to say, if you are regular listening all the time, you can always create a profile if you don't have one and you can follow us, and then you will know when we're going on. This show uh, this evening was kind of on a whim. Actually, it was on a whim. I was sitting here, and I said, you know what? Let me find a minute in my schedule, and uh, let me just put this together. And I, I did the best I could to get it together in such a short amount of time because I'm telling you, uh, I've been very, very busy. I've been doing a lot of writing. As many of you know, I am a writer. I'm, I'm many things. I don't like to be uh put in a box, but I do love to write because I feel that writing is definitely an art and it has a lot to do with expressing what is within you, which is, well, actually, who is within you, which is your unseen self, your spiritual self. I'd like to welcome those of you that have never heard my voice before. I'm normally broadcasting on Sunday evenings at 11 p.m. That's just a little better for me for because spirituality is reality is an interactive broadcast. It's not just about me and what I think. I also like input from all of you. Now, this evening, I'm really not near the computer, so I will not be taking calls. If any of you have any questions, you can always reach me on my email, which is spiritualityisreality at gmail.com for anything ever want to ask me about. But if you see the title, now look at this, this title of this broadcast this evening. Man is an arrogant fool. Friends, this might even be a two-parter. You know, it's not much time, so I try to get in as much as possible. So I'm going to just flow this evening, and uh, wherever it goes, wherever the wind takes us, then so be it. Friends, I often say that we as men do not know, nor do we believe in our own existence. Now let me clarify myself. I use this word existence not to mean something tangible and something that you can see, something that you can touch, taste, feel, friends. This is not what I mean by existence. Existence really means being. And being means presence. Man in this modern day thinks that he is alive. That's right. We think that we are alive and thriving. Friends, we think that if we have money, if we have all the things that the material world has to offer, we are back blessed and doing well. Oh, friends, I, this is so interesting because that has nothing to do with presence. Presence is existence, and existence is being. Man's not living at all. And man is not really existing. Now, there are many who have come to terms with this fact. Friends, they are people that have everything this world has to offer. They're not struggling to pay their bills. They're not suffering with any kind of major health issues. They really feel like they have everything, everything. There are people that feel that way. And then there are others that even though they may have everything they seemingly need, 
they still have an emptiness in their souls. And this void is like a barren desert. Now, many have, uh, like I said before, money, friends, and family, and whatever else this material world is offering them, but it still does not take away from the fact that they feel empty inside, like something's missing. What is it that I don't have? Because for some reason, and this is me going through the thought process of these people, because for some reason, I still feel like I'm not satisfied with my life. Friends, I've said it before, if you're not satisfied with your life, it is because you are not satisfied with yourself, because your life mirrors yourself. Your life, in fact, is yourself. Anyone who thinks that he has it all is a fool. Now, we are in a time where materialism is at its peak. And God is absent. Friends, at the beginning, the very beginning of this broadcast, I talked about presence. Now I'm talking about absence. So we are at the peak of materialism. Friends, we are in the technological era. It's all about smartphones, smart TVs, social media. Say what you want behind the computer. Nobody can see you. Yes, that's what it's all about. And God, where is God in all of this? He is absent. And this is the truth. And for those of you who are hearing me for the first time, I, I always say that I'm not a conventional woman. I do not speak of God as the religious people do. You know, God, in my definition, is the inward principle of man. Friends, God is the essence of who you and I are. God is principle. And God is the universal law and order of all. So therefore, God is many things, friends. But I do not define God the way the religious people do. And this, uh, this however they define him, something outside of myself. I do not see God outside of myself. I see God as this principle and this essence and divine universal order that I am. God is not inaccessible and far away from men. Brian here is a witness. Friends, everything that I've ever said from the beginning of these broadcasts has been coming from me, coming from the God in me. And God is accessible to all men if and only if they are willing. So God is you, my friends. And this is not what conventional religion teaches. Conventional religion teaches of a God outside of the self, a God that is somewhere in the sky, somewhere in a place, a locale called heaven, and a devil in the uh, lowermost regions of the earth. God to the religious person is something that is tangible, is something that is abstract. It's something that is inaccessible. It's something that is powerful, but it is beyond the menial man. Friends, what I talk about on these broadcasts and the truth that I preach is that man is not small. You are not small. You are very large, and you encompass all power, and that power is the God in you. 
No matter what they say, they're not going to take that away from me. I am living this. I know this. And many of you agree with me. When I say I say with the utmost conviction because I know what I speak of, friends, over the last 10 years of my life, I have undergone a total spiritual transformation, and this transformation has to do with my mind. Friends, I look the same. If those of you that have seen me, nothing has changed as far as my appearance. This metamorphosis has taken place within my mind. There has been a real conversion, not this foolishness, utter foolishness that the religious people have been talking about for years, uh, going and converting people to different religions. Friends, there is a real religious conversion, and this has to do with a transformation of your mind, which is where your soul resides. Friends, this has to do with reversing your mind from, a, from, excuse me, a materialistic perception to a, friends, there's a lot more I could say about that, but I won't because time is limited. But this is the change that I've been undergoing in the last 10 years or possibly more that I, did not, that I am not aware of. This probably has, has been going on my entire life, and I've been documenting it. These shows, uh, they're a great uh, way of documenting this, and also in my writings. Now, all of this happened because I sought out the unseen. Friends, what I did was I started to question myself. And whenever a question arises in your mind, believe me, you already have the answer to it. Because a question comes from you. That's very interesting. Where the question exists, the answer is right beside it. When you ask a question, what you're really doing is questioning your own being. You yourself have the answers to the questions. So the beginning of all of this, the spiritual journey, for me was questioning my life, questioning why things were the way they are and how they came to be. That was where it started. I did not go through life aimlessly. I did not go through life looking at other people, worrying about what they were doing, what they had, what they accomplished, uh, who their friends were, who accepted them versus who refused to accept me, friends. That is not the way life is lived. Life is lived mentally because man is a mental being, and we're going to talk about that as this show progresses. progresses. Excuse me. I have so much to say, and a lot of times when I speak, fire comes out of my mouth. So I stopped looking at this hypocritical world to give me an identity, to define me, because I found early on that that was just not happening. It wasn't working for me. I had tried so many outlets, friends. I, I've had so many jobs. I probably have three or four resumes, believe it or not. And for every single thing that I've ever done in this world, the most fulfilling thing has been the service of my fellow men has been teaching, has been the ability of me to share myself with others. Friends, there is nothing greater than that. I tell you there's nothing greater. The thing about it is most people do not feel that they have much of a self to give or to share, and that is far from the truth. Actually, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Every single person has something to give, 
all of us do. We just don't realize it because our thoughts and our judgment is being clouded by this conformity and this conditioning in this material world. You see, what happens is you're born and you're already told what you have to do. Uh, For many in the Western world, we're told what to do. For those that live in the Eastern world, uh, you're told what to do. Um, Whether it uh, means that you have to follow your religion and live according to that lifestyle, which is your culture, or whether it means you have to go to school, get a good job, and find your niche in the world that way, or take up the family business, or absolutely do nothing because maybe no one else in your family did anything. Friends, whatever it is, we have been conditioned along the path of our life existence, so to speak, quote-unquote existence, because I told you we're not really existing. I have to check the time. Okay. So this is the thing. This is the thing, what I'm saying to you this evening. What spirituality does is give direction, real direction to a fool, to a blind fool, that is, a blind, arrogant fool. The arrogance of men runs really deep, deep within the soul, because there are many that may hear me right now and say, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Nobody's going to tell me anything. I know what I'm going to do with my life, and I don't want to hear it from anyone. So already there's a barrier up, a wall up between you and God. And, friends, let me tell you. Oh, and oh, that's another one. Well, who are you to say this, friends? One thing in life I can tell you, wisdom can come out of the mouth of a child. And only a fool does not recognize wisdom when he hears it. Only a fool, an arrogant fool, will come out of his mouth and say, you're not telling me anything I already know. Leave me be. That's arrogance. We are all here to learn from one another. God can speak through anyone. You do not have to be 80 years old to have wisdom. A 10-year-old can be wise. Never underestimate. Never go by appearances. Always listen with your heart. And this is the problem that most men have. They refuse to do that because they already think they know. And the very ones that think they know, are the ones that don't know. It is those of us that are always open, always willing to listen, always willing to hear. We are the ones that receive the knowledge and the wisdom because knowledge ultimately leads to the wisdom of God. And this wisdom, friends, is the light in your soul. And this wisdom is your guiding light, which helps you to live your life according to your heart. Friends, those of you that feel empty, that have not been able to find your place in this world, it is because you do not have the wisdom of God. Friends, that is the true need of a man. Oh, yes, certainly we need a roof over our heads. We need to pay the bills. We need food on the table. But understand me, those are bodily needs. You are more than just a body. You are a soul, and the soul must be fed by God and God alone, and the only thing that can feed your soul is this knowledge 
that I impart unto you that is unseen and it is spiritual. Friends, once you begin to listen to what I'm saying, it opens your mind up to the reality of spirituality. And this, friends, is what will take you to another level in your life. This is not rhetoric. This is not a bunch of Bible verses, though at times I do reference the Bible. This is not what this is about. This is about finding your true, authentic self, your unseen self. I want to stress that. You do not exist at two arms and two legs. You are unseen, and you have to be discovered. And the only one that can discover you is you. So what's really interesting about this is this is a work that is done independently. Now, certainly, wisdom guides, but you still do this on your own, and you have to do this on your own because you're essentially rediscovering this self that you have lost. Friends, the reason for this emptiness in your life is because you don't have yourself. There are many that will say, oh, Miss Orbit, you know, that's, this is well and good what you're saying. I, I don't dispute what you're saying. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I don't have any time for this. I have to put food in my mouth. Uh, this is too arduous, arduous, excuse me. This uh, has nothing to do with me. Oh, friends, God has nothing to do with you. You don't have time. Let me tell you the truth, and this is brutally honest. Those of you that are thinking this have no choice. Every single one of us will have to take this route. We will have to take this path because if you don't, you will be in pain, suffering, and torment. And this pain and torment is internal. You will never, ever be satisfied with yourself and your life. I don't care how much you try to acquire in the world, you will never be satisfied. You will always have this feeling that you don't have enough. And, friends, that is a, and that is a bad sign. Whenever you do not have balance, whether it be too much or too little, that means that there is a filling of that void. You are trying to fill that void in the imbalance. Life is about balance. Total balance, total harmony, total peace. Because with this balance comes peace. And deep down inside, I don't care how much money you have, you are looking for peace. And this is really the core of spirituality. Spirituality is about meditation and peace. And this meditation is not going to be sitting cross-legged and uh, going, "Mm." that is not going to give you the internal peace that you search for. Because what you're seeking is balance. And the only way you can have balance is if you receive this spiritual knowledge that I impart unto you. Because it is wisdom. I say it again and again. It is wisdom that the world needs right now. Friends, we are in a period right now. I said we are at the uh, height of materialism, and we are also in the dark ages. This is an age where God is absent. Wisdom is absent because God 
is, in fact, this universal principle of divine love and divine wisdom. So we do not have wisdom. And this is evidence because man does not know how to live. Friends, we don't know how to live. We know how to put food on the table. We know how to get dressed and have a roof over our heads. But as far as integrity and principle, it seems to be diminishing rapidly. And we can see this by the state of the world today. Oh, friends, there's a lot I could say about the state of the world today. Uh, what's actually foolish about this is, this is another sign of foolishness. Uh, man thinks that he can solve his problem by legislation. We're having problems all over the world, mass murders, rape, violence of all kinds, beating human being on another human being. And we think that the answer is more legislation. Only a fool thinks this way because a spiritual man knows that the answer to all man's problems has to do with his morality. Friends, what we are dealing with in the world in the year 2015 and beyond, we've been dealing with this for a while now, but and beyond is this great moral dilemma that man is in. And man is in a moral dilemma because he refuses to turn to God. Man is arrogant and he does not think he needs God. Friends, you don't think you need God. And this is the darkness. The darkness is the ignorance of man to the end the arrogance. But man thinks that he does not need principle. The essence of a man is his principle. Friends, without principle, you, you can't even call yourself a man. Without integrity, you can't call yourself a man. There were days when men did not receive anything unless they deserved it, unless there was merit. Friends, those days are long gone. Nowadays, if you know somebody, you can get whatever you want. For the job you do, it doesn't matter what good character you have. All that matters is your economic status, who you know, and in some instances, the color of skin. Friends, this is real what I'm talking about. So we are descending in many ways. We are descending. We're going down. And as you know, according to this universal law, what goes down has to come back up. And this is also a law of physics as well. God is the essence of who a man is. So God is really the true identity of man. We are not our bodies or worldly appearance. I tell you, friends, you can have everything this world has to offer. For those of you that you think money is the answer to all of your problems, you can have it all, but you still can't take it with you. And there's all these things that I'm saying, there's no point in being afraid of this because most people are afraid of these things because it does not meet the parameters of their minds. And this is one of the reasons why I speak. I'm speaking to disseminate this knowledge of the spiritual. The spiritual is the unseen. And I do this so that I can open the minds of men, those that do not have this wall up saying, you can't tell me anything, I don't want to hear it with the exception of those people, because those people can't hear 
or understand anything I'm saying. And it's because they don't want to. So what I'm doing is opening the minds of men by disseminating the spiritual knowledge so they are better able to receive godly godly wisdom, which is unseen and of a spiritual nature. Now, friends, this is, this is a great privilege because when one has spiritual wisdom or the, this knowledge of God and himself, he navigates this world totally different from a man that is a fool and has no knowledge of God and himself. He learns to take life slowly and more seriously, and he becomes more um, rooted in himself. And when one is more rooted in himself, one is more confident. Friends, the problem with man today is that he lacks confidence. And without confidence, you can't hold anything together in your life. Relationships fall apart. You may lose a job. You may lose friendships, which also uh, goes into the relationship category. Uh, families break down. Friends, this is why there is no trust, because man has no confidence in himself. And I tell you tonight, friends, to put your trust into people, places, and things is foolishness. You cannot trust outside of yourself. Trust must be in yourself, your unseen person. That is where the trust exists. And love is the same thing. I've said this. Love cannot exist outside of the unseen self, and trust cannot exist outside of the unseen self. People want to know why their marriages are falling apart and other uh, relationships. It's because they're putting their trust in the other person. Friends, when you put your trust in the other person, what you're doing is you're giving your power to them, and you're allowing them to take your power and bring you down with it. If you can understand that each and every person is a power-filled being, friends, this is how we exist. When you have this spiritual knowledge, you can essentially take back your life. Nobody can tell you anything about you because you already know about you. And I don't mean this in an arrogant way. I mean the world can't dictate who you are or who you should be. So this gives you a sense of identity, and it gives you strength and confidence in your inward man, which is your real self. Friends, you are not what you see. You exist as principle. You are unseen. So there are many that will choose to remain ignorant of God because they don't want to accept that this world is really nothing. Oh, that's loaded what I said. The world is nothing. Friends, this world could not be what it is without man. We have been erroneously taught that the universe is an entity separate from man with its own history that predates man. Oh, friends, this is not true. The universe comes from man, and nothing that exists is separate from man, and this is because man is an eternal being. This word eternal means has no beginning, no end. Friends, this means presence. Always, always, no beginning and no end means that you always existed. It means that you and I are timeless. So eternity is timelessness. 
Now, I've said before that the etymology of the word man is mind. And this is very interesting because after hearing all that I've just said, we can conclude that man is timeless and he is timeless mind, which means basically that man is limitless, without boundaries. I don't have much time. I'm, I'm going to be cut off. But friends, everything that I've said this evening totally defies the material world and what it teaches, but rightfully so. I'm a spiritualist, friends, and everything I speak of is contrary to the material world, but that does not mean that it's not truth. And when I say it's truth, which it is, then that means what we're being told is falsehood. Friends, I want you to join me next time. If any of you are the least bit intrigued with what I have to say, Follow us right here on blogtalkradio.com. Go to the blog. We're on Tumblr. You can reach me by many ways. This is Ms. Allgood, and until next time, please be blessed.